Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park To the third episode of Conspiranormal. This is your host, Adam Sane. I'm Luke Reed. How are you today, Luke? I'm doing great, man. Um, I didn't get any skating in today, but I got a little skating in this weekend. So tell me where you skated this weekend. Skated at a place called Oblique in Murfreesboro, and it's uh, it was its last day. It got closed down because the owner could afford rent. She does not charge admission. It's cool. It was a cool place, though. Well, I guess cool by not charging admission, I guess um, she couldn't pay her rent. Right. And plus the liability of not wearing a helmet, you were telling me earlier. Yeah. I mean, um, that could be a potential problem, but it's kind of like back off the road, you know. It's it's kind of out there. It's hard to find. It's not like publicly, you know, here's the signs, here's a bleak this way, so. Well, you got any uh, insight in our last uh, guest, Dr. Future? Insight? Any insight? Anything to say about him? You, uh, I mean, I, I look forward to talking to him again, if that's what you mean. Uh, of course, always. Yeah, he, and I, we will have him on when his. We definitely will have him on when his book is completed. Everything that comes out of his mouth is interesting. So yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's very, very true. Well, tonight um, we have a very special guest in studio. But first, um, Luke and I want to do a little bit of a tribute to a. Uh, Someone that uh, we listen to on a regular basis. And this is a section of the show that we may do a couple of times called the Alex Jones Scream Off. Why don't you start <laughs> us off, Luke? Do you guys have their hand down their pants? <laughs> <laughs> They're taking our, taking our children. CBS is taking our children Fire away from the us. Water. The FCC controlling everything media. Fluoride in the water and black pyramids and jackbooted thugs filling you up at the airport. Get get your kids uh get your kids immunizations, shots and vaccines, making them lobotomized slugs. Causing autism and when I look at my children and I look at them and I think, oh, they're coming to kill us. Black, black pyramids. pyramids! Black pyramids! Ah! ah! Alright, I'm glad I got that out. So today 
Luke, <laughs> we have a very special guest in the studio, our first in-studio guest and our second guest overall, someone that has uh, been also instrumental in putting my feet to the fire to uh, start this podcast. Uh, we will call him tonight only by the name of Prime, and he has some very interesting experiences that Joe he Prime. wants to share with us tonight. So, Prime, if you would introduce yourself and uh, tell us uh, who you are, except for your name, of course, and um, your some of your experiences and how some of those things got started and what the nature of your experiences are. My name's Prime. I'm here to let everybody know not to stress out the... Experiences that I've had have been life-changing. I I grew up like everybody else, um, normal life, try, family trying to make it. Would always have bad dreams. Then um, one day I just got tired of having bad dreams. So I turned around in my dream and took action and I... Uh, pretty much stopped having bad dreams because I would take action against the people chasing me and the monsters chasing me. I would actually um, fight back. So, and what was it like? Or it like? God, I figured out, I, I was transported to a field of light and that's what God is just light it's love and light and you do not want to leave when you're there you really do not want to leave you when you're outer body you don't have to leave but it whatever process it is if you have a human body that you're connected to you get pulled back into your body after so long i don't know what it is but you can't stay where you're at so I went to go see God. I was there. The strange thing to get to God was the the trip and a half. I was actually um, sent to a mediary person who interviewed me first, then sent me to this field of light afterwards. So I don't know what that was about, but um, maybe it was an angel. But they looked like an, a person in an office when I was there. Then they opened the door. So it was like a like a like a big office. Like yes. A, like like a literal office setting. Huh. Yes. And I think some, the things we're seeing when we're dreaming is something that could relate to us. So I saw an office. Like I had to go see the secretary first before I got to see God. So it's all it's all on the up and up too. I never had any urges to do drugs. And I just sure. I just focus. That's all people are missing in their life. If they don't have anything in order, they have to concentrate on something, and things could get done. How would you uh, recommend someone who, you know, doesn't doesn't dream every night, who uh, often dreams black or cannot remember their dreams? Uh, how would you suggest to kind of uh, reinvigorate the ability to dream more? The first thing I would do is just to treat your sleep time as your your own private time and not to stress 
not to carry the rest of the world with you and to to say I'm starting and you've got to be use affirmations so during your waking day say tonight I'm gonna actually go to sleep in a quiet room with no other distractions and it starts from there is like realizing that you want to do it then it'll start falling into place but you got to be patient it um the first few experiments I was doing when I was older you it takes about 30 days of doing the same thing every single day before you start being able to focus that well hmm. you've told me before too that you've had similar experiences to like a alien abduction and those you've seen what we would say like the little gray aliens I suppose and you said some of that has been um, kind of like a uh, the start of some of these experiences or like you have a guy that takes you that is an alien or correct me if I'm wrong but did you you've had these experiences before could you kind of go into that a little bit yeah the um, start let's all start with God if there's a God um, from everybody's common knowledge God thought of everything God created everything if if you can start off with that um, it would be logical that God made aliens alright and God made humans possibly but what I figured out from all the questions I've ever asked is that the aliens made humans and it's the strangest thing but the aliens are our God if you consider a lesser God the aliens constructed our DNA and from some of the experiences I've seen is we've we are continually watched and we get abducted for some reason we get taken and what I what I've experienced is I've been actually taken and abducted but not in my physical body right. um, just my my soul and spirit now God may this is still in theory because we don't have no one else can talk to God like one-on-one -on -one. Um, who I guess people can but the, I, I've never heard anybody say it except for me because I know I have talked to God one-on-one -on -one. Um, maybe Jesus the uh, it's it's hard to say but I really believe that God created all of our souls which is us these are just bodies we're in right now this is sort of what I believe and we have chosen to be here on earth just to have fun pretty much we we are here to experience earth in these bodies that were designed by aliens this is what I've seen and I'm not sure why we get abducted if these aliens are so smart why are they abducting us that's my next question I'm asking them is I'm concerned with the, that like why are you guys bothering with so what Adam was saying that one of the experiences I had I was actually abducted and took into a game show that the aliens were having this is the strangest thing but it's the hundred percent truth I'll never ever yeah, that's very not strange. tell the truth but I was taking to a game show and what I'm mad about is 
the questions I was asked, I can't even remember, but they were asking some ridiculously hard questions. Why would you ask a human a questions he can't answer? But I still can't answer normal game show questions, so I think that we're all part of some strange reality show that the aliens are playing. It's a strange thing, but I guess if you were 300 million years old, wouldn't you want a reality show with all humans in it and a whole entire planet involved? You know, it, you got to think, you know, right <laughs> ahead of the game. Sometimes I like to look at the whole deal as like an online RPG. You know, you've got all your players and then you've got the game masters. Mm -hmm. The game masters have all the control. That's what I think is happening, Luke. Um, you were, like you were saying earlier, uh, in any any being that's more powerful than us, that's higher ascended than us, is a god essentially to us. Mm -hmm. And, and um, when people think God, they think the Almighty. But it can also be used as a literal term for someone who is higher ascended and more powerful than you could ever become in your physical stage like we are now. How would you respond to, and we'll get back to kind of more of the specific experiences, but how would you respond to people that would tell you that um, what you're experiencing is uh, would be maybe uh, demonic in nature? How would you respond to that? I think, I think that we are all demons, if they're going to say that. We are all, even Alex Jones is a demon because it's just a state of mind. If, if, if you're good or bad, it just relates to the other person saying that. So don't be afraid of demonic things. They're just big, bad asses that, that have a lot of power. But it doesn't mean to run away them. from them. You've told me you've seen them before. You've seen yes. some pretty uh, grotesque things too. Yeah, you don't want to mess with um, things that are bigger than you. That's all I'm going to say is, is respect them. And they have every right to be demonic as we have every right to act like they're mm -hmm. bad. You know, um, we should all respect each other and just, you know, treat each other as equals if we can. Um, I'm also saying, too, is that those people saying that there's demons out there, if the demons were that badass, they would set us all on fire right now. We would be burning where we're standing. These things are invisible to us, so they're respecting our right to be here. So I wouldn't um, be judgmental about anything, really. Just be aware that they're out there and they're invisible. Our, our scientists have said that we only see 5% of the light spectrum with our eyes. Sure. That means that 95% of things that are out there, we cannot see. Mm -hmm. This is what we're all missing. But if people can focus and concentrate, they can actually leave their bodies and see the rest. And people are calling these dreams, but there's more to this than, I think, um, an imaginary context. It is actually, I really believe, is where we're from before we were born we live in the dream world yeah the the real world actually right. i think we're living in a dream acting like we're the only ones here right now that sounds like a dream to me because it's yeah, I just think a lot opposite. of people are like that i think we can agree that a lot of people are kind of stuck in 
materialism and the material world yeah. and don't really understand, you know. They pay no attention to the astral world whatsoever. Well, there's a spiritual and, realm, too. The thing about it is, is that who's to say that that reality is not real and this one is completely real? Just because this is where we spend most of our time and you only spend a third of your life sleeping. Yeah. You know. And we're only seeing 5%. That's like in an entire hour, only keeping your eyes open for three minutes. So that is 5% of an hour, three minutes. So in, your, in one hour, close your eyes for 57 minutes and try to get something done. It's going to be hard. That's what we're missing. So the aliens have designed us this way on purpose. And I think it's just maybe because we wanted it to happen. They, they said, okay, and we're all a part of this big game. Um, that's what Shakespeare said, right? Well, the world's a stage, yeah. Yeah, we're, this is just a stage, and we're the actors. We're players in it, yeah. right? You, you've told me, too, many times that you feel like sometimes that the, the beings that you see, um, that they don't always tell you the truth, or they like to mess with you, or they seem to kind of be tricksters, or you've even described them in more colorful language than that, but you'd go into that a little bit. Yeah, um, the term um maybe other countries call them the jinn or the the spirits i think are bored so they purposely play tricks on people so if you ever do go outer body be aware that um it's not a hundred percent the truth sometimes what you're getting um do experiments like i would put them on the spot and and test what they were telling me before I would believe it. So it's hard. It's hard. I'm not sure how you would just have to treat each case individually. What like a specific time that you've experienced uh, somebody trying to trick you on the other side? And, and could you kind of tell us about something like specific, like they said to you and you really doubted it or? Yeah. Um, at first, I was afraid of things like what, you know, is there a devil and stuff like that. So I would I would ask to see my guardian angel. That was one of my big things. Um, I would say, I want to see my guardian angel now. And around the corner, um, my angel would walk around the corner and come to me. Then we would talk and talk about things that was on my mind at the time. So... After a while, it my angel started looking different. Once in a while, she would show up as something else. So I was like, this can't be right. Wouldn't my, my contact be looking the same all the time? So I started questioning my angel and asking my angel like to spell simple words that I knew how to spell, like spell duck. And my angel couldn't do it at the time because it wasn't my angel so the next thing when you notice one of these spirits lying to you you have to request that they show you how they really look you have to say i want to see how you really look if you can say that um the spirit will freak out because they know that they've been um they've been made like like you've discovered that they were lying you you were lied to so they will show you and you will 
I would like to hear some stories if people could email Adam and and tell me stories of what you've seen because I've seen a lot. I'm not going to get on too many things, but this is how I can see the aliens because the alien will act like he's your brother. Then if you say, I want to see how you really look, he will turn into an alien. So the aliens themselves exist in this this realm that we can't see, but they're there. Uh, questions like... Um, so so if if they didn't know how to spell the certain thing, I would say then where is my guardian angel? Then you'd be more um, intense with your request. Then she would actually show up. And by the way, my guardian angel knows English and she knows how to spell. So I would get the correct spellings to things and things like that. And when I would say, how do you really look to my guardian angel? She would not change. Uh -huh. So that is a big question. Say, I want to see how you really look then then it gets it's called a screen image these these entities on the other side will will trick your mind they will say i look like this to just to mess with you so if you can get beyond the screen image then you'll be able to see who they you know really are generally when something would say that it was your guardian angel and not be did it generally take on a more hideous form or more plain form or what what was it just like a dude yeah they um it was more of a playful form the aliens i don't think are trying to be mean so you kind of equate the aliens and the spirits on the other side as the same as thing. the same thing yes okay the spirit i just call them all aliens now because it makes it easier the, okay. That the, there's yeah. Some... I think there's like you know that can be like a, kind a of subtle a difference. Anyway. Yeah, I, I believe that too. I think you know though mine is a little different. But go on with what you're talking about. Yeah, the it could be all in my mind. I don't know. So I'm actually doing an experiment. I'm trying to be scientific with that. What I do so. We developed something called ghost paper. It's a ghost pad. It's thermal reactive. So it's on the side of my bed. Buy and it at myghostpaper.com. It's, it's, it's where I'm actually trying to leave my body. Then I'm trying to touch the thermal pad and show that there's a ghost in the room, which is me. So that I'll let anybody know about it if it becomes... If I actually can touch the ghost pad while being a ghost, I'll let people know. I do see it, though. I've touched it like four or five times when I'm outer body. Uh -huh. Then I wake up, and I tr I'm so excited because it feels so real. Then there's nothing that touched the pad. So I need like a ghost hunter group that is willing to sit in my bedroom and watch me <laughs> have these outer bodies. Then I want to experiment. I want to get take a thermal this. camera. Yeah, I want to take this to the next level. I was going to rent a thermal camera, but they want seven hundred dollars for a rental. So I don't want to do that. So if anybody out there has seven hundred dollars, they want to give me the can for this, or we'll let just, you borrow the camera. Yeah. Yeah. He called them up and they were like, "You want to do this? What with it?" Yeah, they didn't even <laughs> actually want to. I had the money at the time, but they didn't want to loan it to me because they thought I was like. Pulling their leg, I think. A new age weirdo. <laughs> Who is this guy? Got another one. 
but the I want to if this I'm going to put it on the news if this actually if I can actually physically manipulate stuff on this planet from the other side I would like to show everybody that it's possible so, so there seems to be too like what you were saying about your experiment is that you say uh, hey I've gone out of my body I've touched the paper and then you wake up and there's nothing there and I can relate a story with Prime that we went to a conference together and we were in like we were in a hotel room he went to sleep and uh, he said that he he woke me up and he was like, hey, did I break the bed? And I said, no, you didn't break the bed. And he said, uh, well, man, I swear I broke I broke the bed. Like I leaned over, I broke the bed, I woke you up. We had to go down to the, we had to go down to the, to the lobby and talk to them and say, hey, we broke the bed and we tried to put the bed back together. And I was like, man, that never happened. So it seems to me like there's almost like a, like an alternate universe component to this too. Yeah, it's it's strange, but when you leave your body, everything looks almost exactly the same. Like we're here, so in that in that um, experience, I actually did break the bed. We were stressing out about it, but we're we like, thought, oh, we got to pay for this probably. Yeah, we like that. we at first were going to try to put the bed in the room that was next to us and swap out beds. <laughs> But we decided not to. But it it lasted about, it felt like an hour that I was doing this. Then when I did wake up, then I asked Adam about this. He's like, no, it never happened. So I was like, wow. So wherever you're at on the other, I call it the other side, but I think it's all the same side. It's just the unseen stuff we can't see. If you guys had on spirit goggles, if they existed, you would have saw me actually break some spirit bed, wherever this bed is. But I think everything has energy substructures that are, are visible when you are pure energy. You can see it. But when we're stuck in these bodies, we're like being held back. We cannot see everything. Mm -hmm. So this bed... You know, if we had a bed or the chair I'm sitting in, it has an afterglow. And that glow is something else that can be manipulated by other energies. So I think the we're, we're just in all the same world. It's just a matter of we cannot see it with our physical eyes right now. So, As physical beings, it's hard to look at something and picture it as just energy. You know, and everyone knows that we are energy, but it making yourself truly believe it a hundred percent is the hard part and like the key to enlightenment and everything uh it, it you have to it, it's a long process you know over time to kind of break yourself down and realize that everything is all one energy yeah we're we're brought up to think that this is our only body this is how it is and things but there's more to it especially when you know that you cannot you cannot get past this body, you know, like if you use your if you use your mind and try to move an object in the room, it's probably not going to move. And if it does, you're going to be like a magician. Um, but when you're when you're stripped of your body, you can move stuff with your mind. You can do anything. So the I'll I'll be on Adam's show 
whenever he wants me to or whenever people request it just come up with some strange question you want me to ask on the other side and I'll try to help everybody out you related to me too um, recently a couple of days ago that you had um, you had done we're doing the out of body experience and you actually looked over and you saw like your wife actually leave her body yes um, I want everybody to know also that I can see my wife leave her body then I'll ask her in the morning where what she dreamt about or whatever and she says nothing so we we all have this ability but it's a matter of telling yourself you're gonna remember what you did pretty much because what we think in our dreams actually may be us in a different um, on a different planet even where we're all traveling all the time we're energy bouncing off this planet and doing stuff that you just have to tell yourself you're gonna remember it and you you'll see your life change because you can start asking questions you can start getting answers you've always thought of or didn't know just uh just don't be afraid of anything then just experiment try to experiment with your life you know what if you didn't go to work today and you decided to do something that you loved you know would that make your life better i say it will mm -hmm. um i'll say that joe definitely I'm, oh, I'm gonna edit that out. My bad. So, uh prime obviously has a natural gift to uh who's joe i don't know who you're talking about he'll let it out later that's okay the, um prime obviously has a natural gift to uh to to travel to the other side and um it seems like he kind of worked into it with ease um some people it may be a little bit more difficult for and uh there's things out there to help you uh keeping a dream journal, uh, wearing the, the night goggles with the flashing LED in it to let you know that you're dreaming and to train, to really train your brain to understand when you're awake and when you're sleeping and when to take action. And, uh, and the key to, to really doing what you're talking about is willpower. You know, that seems to be like the zero point energy on the other side that makes things really happen is just willpower and, and belief in yourself. It's being stress-free, too. If you have something in your life that's bothering you, you have to lay down and forget about it. you got to forget about everything and just say, I'm going to concentrate on myself tonight. I'm going to do the outer body stuff. or I'm going to dream and I'm going to remember it. So try not to stress. Uh, the, there's a website called Lucology. Lucidity. I can't pronounce it. Lucidity? Yeah, like Lucidity. 101 that this guy actually helps people have outer bodies he he may want you may want to check it out i would say probably download his youtube first to see if it's your cup of tea but it's pretty much he'll set set it tell you to set a timer that wakes you up every 30 minutes then the waking up gets you kind of geared towards um, leaving your body. I've never actually had to do what he does, but it all makes sense what he's talking about. So he's probably got a large following. He's got a community if you want to ask questions. The only thing I did not like about what he does is he sort of is concentrating. He's acting, I guess, like we're all stuck on this planet, like we're a part of the planet. 
But what I've seen is we're way beyond that. We're, we can go anywhere. Kind of like a man, like man in, is the one with nature kind of thing. Is yeah. that where he kind of comes from? Yeah, he's, he wants to say that. Maybe I read something wrong, but he, it seems like he wants to say that um, it's hard to leave the realm of this earth. And all you have to do is say, I want to go to the moon or I want to go to Mars. And you'll travel and you'll be there. Have you been there? Yes. What's on Mars? Mars, what I've seen is just dirt. Dirt? Black pyramids. Black pyramids. <laughs> Black pyramids! This, this leads into Adam's stuff about conspiracies, though. Um, with this kind of knowledge, you could actually leave your body and investigate some of these conspiracies. Oh. You can go to the houses of the people that you think are bad and question them. You could question their spirit. They will give you answers. They might not know they're talking to you. That's what I'm saying is you can talk to the spirit of people. They won't remember the conversation, but you will. Is there anything specific that you've learned? I've learned. I know you were investigating 9-11. Yeah. The things you were... Yeah. I was really upset about 9-11, the whole thing, and all the conspiracy stuff really makes sense to me, which is sad. So I, I do believe that was a conspiracy, and I believe that it was beyond this planet. From what I've learned is that the aliens were supporting it. And it's sad to say... They were supporting it? Yeah. As in they caused it? or No. How did they support it? Well, they support it by letting it happen. By These aliens happen. could stop anything. And you've seen stuff, if you watch TV, that they've stopped, like, nuclear strikes. And I'm, I'm going here with the the five nuclear missiles that went missing on the military base. Yeah, the B fifty two in two thousand eight. Yeah, some where'd those go? Oh we and just they, put a we just put some nuclear missiles on B fifty two. Yeah. Okay. So don't worry about it. So when prayers are answered, I think that um the aliens are actually concerned about a large set of their experiment disappearing, which would be a nuclear explosion. So they're it would throw a lot of their work into chaos. So what I'm saying with the 9-11 stuff is it was small scale. Like it was to serve the greater good and the aliens knew about it. And I was pissed off to even learn that from them. But I actually got this from them. And they, they said that if I pursued it any further, it would be in vain. So pretty much they threw down the gauntlet and they said, Joe, just let it go. So it's sort of, it's sort of, this is from Dr. Phil. It's sort of, do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? So I'm telling everybody to be happy because you're only here on this planet for 70 years. Just don't stress out. But if you're concerned about conspiracies and that's your life's calling, definitely pursue it. But there's... There's a bigger game at play here than just our lives. It's, it's we're involved in the the game of I would say the aliens. I would say we are just the pawns in their big game. So, so um, not only is it the CIA and the New World Order, it's also the space aliens too. Yes, add them to your list, Adam. Man, I, I feel like he's trying to say that there's a there's a whole other side. 
like a mental police, like you would call it, you know, uh, maybe a government division of, of, you know, like mental police. Yeah, that, uh, they got like like cronies on the other side that are you yeah. know making sure that people don't find the answers that they're looking for and stuff like psychics who are really advanced you know really really gifted and really experienced. Yeah, there is some if you've seen Men Who Stare at Goats. I mean, you know, and that movie's kind of um, takes it in a lighthearted kind of comedic way, except for towards the end. There's a lot of truth in it, but though, definitely. Uh, there's there's definitely a lot of truth and a lot of remote viewing, which is something that. You know, in a, in a sense, Prime is doing. He's re- doing the remote viewing and those kind of things. And you know, this kind of leads me into since we're we're talking about a dark subject about nine eleven, which is something that Luke and I will get into more on later on. But um, you've you've had darker experiences too, where you've actually seen hell or a kind of hell. Yeah, if, and you relate some of that, and it kind of involved a family member as well. Yeah, if anybody has ever wondered, I used to think I was brought up as a Christian, uh, like a Jehovah Witness, and strict. We would always go to church and everything. I was told there was a heaven and a hell, pretty much. Um, but I used to start thinking that no, there's no hell. There can't be. Because I would leave my body, I would be able to see things, and I never ran into heaven or hell. But it's because I never asked to go there. So so one day I decided to say, I already did the God thing. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to be a badass today. I'm going to say, I want to go to hell. So what if you got stuck there? What were you going to do? Yeah, I wasn't even thinking of that. And anyways, um, that if anybody can do an outer body... I, I want you guys to ask that question. Say, I want to go to hell now. I think Luke probably and would. He'd, travel there. Since it's metal. Yeah, yeah. There. Um, hell plays good music, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> anyways, it's not going to... I don't want to front load it for anybody, but it will be your one of your worst fears that will come true. And it, it did involve a family member of mine. There was a lot of blood and glass glass i was stuck in shards of glass and anytime i moved i would feel pain and and with my outer body traveling i have to actually physically walk through doorways to go places the doors are they act as portals in your house you kind of have to draw them kind of in a way yeah the a cool thing is you can actually draw them with your hand if you need to so it's like a cartoon. Sometimes you'll you'll once you get advanced enough, you can draw your own doors. Um, but with this hell idea, I couldn't move to draw anything. I was stuck. I was really stuck. I couldn't travel forward or backwards. I couldn't I couldn't think of how to get out of here. So I was actually physically in hell, and I couldn't get out. And then I also saw my family members stuck there. So that was really tearing at my heart. And we every time we moved, we bled. And I was in pools of blood. So for me, that was hell. And I don't think it's going to be the same for everybody. But um, send your hell, hell experiences to Adam. We would like to hear them. And we'll, we can say stuff on the, the podcast this is about so, This is something that I um, have looking into my own studies of, of what hell is. Um, we kind of generally look at it as... Being, um, you know, the lake of fire and Dante's everybody. Dante's Inferno. Dante's Inferno and a lot of, but, you know, 
I, I look at it more. I look at it more in the sense of the 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 underworld is what the ancients had in mind, and that you do kind of make your own hell. So it's interesting that you um, you bring that up about the glass. And why do you think there would be such a place, though? Why do you think that 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 do you think is it that people make that for themselves, or what 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 is your idea on that? I think it's just when you get to the lowest point in your life, and it could be the opposite for people who love hell, but um, I think when you get to the lowest point in your life, it's just a place where you go that, that kind of shows you you could get lower. You could actually get lower, and it says to you that isn't your life better than this well did you so, see other people there i mean did you think that those no. people were passed on souls or did yeah you, no you didn't see anyone other but other no than your family member no i didn't see anybody else there so it was like isolation you're isolated you're stuck and there's nobody to help mm -hmm. you and you can scream as loud as you want it's just going to bounce off the glass for me it was like oh my god there's no one here to help and then I knew I was traveling outer body, so I was even concerned. I'm like, am I really stuck here? So until my energy actually ran out of me, I was stuck there. Then I finally woke up in my bed. So I was crying after that. Like 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 you see a sad movie, you'll sort of cry. I was like that. I was like, oh my God, I'm never going to ask to go there again if I don't have to. So so people being bad and then them saying you're going to go to hell for it. Not necessarily. I think you're only going to go to hell is if you ask for it. Now the people, if there is somebody out there who want to put you there, maybe um, they'll, they'll trick you into it. They'll say, have you been to hell yet? You should go there. Then you'll go. <laughs> then you'll be, holy crap. So, hey, you should go to hell. Um, <laughs> it's um, nice this time of year. Everything you're, uh, you're saying there sounds remarkably similar to... Uh, Asian philosophy on hell and the nine levels of hell and nine being the most intense and the first being the most subtle and uh, they think of it as maybe every soul goes to hell when they die and it's a repurification process to be able to go to the other side to other world to uh, the astral plane the good side you know yeah, we are vibrating kind of purgatory energy. Concept. Yeah, what I found out is we are pure vibrating energy on the other side. So that could be right, Luke. We could actually run out of energy a little bit and then get thrown into the ninth level of hell just because we're out of energy. So just hopefully we get recharged somewhere. I can't prove it one way or the other, but you do not want to go there. That's all I'm saying. I remember, too, that you said that you asked to see, like, different things and you said um, like for instance you asked to see me and you said that something was big was protecting me or something like that do you remember what that was about yeah a little bit I was maybe out one time then I I probably was bored and I ran out of questions I was How like would you be bored I don't know <laughs> <laughs> It's it's strange, but I've I've gotten a lot of questions answered. So now I just do stuff like this ghost pad. I'll try. I'm trying to touch the pad, but and and that one I was I was thinking, oh, I should go see Adam. Then at the time, I think the the doors went open or something. So something was protecting you. Like I wasn't allowed to see you. 
if I remember right. Like, so some things are restricted and it's just because you're in a world of other, other spirits. So you don't have free reign. You want to have it, but they'll tell you when to stop kind of an idea. So like your idea about the, the, the psychic the police. police yeah. yeah. That I've seen that and there's stuff going on. So I would like to see the command center, you know, who's all doing all that. So I've, I've seen, I've seen like alien school, them teaching other aliens how to do things. So they're probably part of the mind police too. So there's a lot going on. What do, the, what do the aliens look like? Are they like what we, you know, kind of in popular culture, the, the grays kind of stuff? Yeah. They, and, and I can't say it's because I saw it or it's not because I saw it because I have. I've seen it on TV like everybody else. But what I see is, yes, they look like the grays that we see on TV. They definitely do. Whoever drew that drawing, that's right. So, And I've asked to see how you actually look to these things, and that's how they actually look. So strange. But um, also the reptilian, there's more than one race of aliens out there trying for control of Earth, I guess. There's reptilians. Then my latest one are cat-like aliens. They look like cats. I don't know why. I do like cats, but they wouldn't change from cat, like little hamster-looking aliens that were talking to me. So they're very smart. They're little furry, but very smart. So don't ever judge things because it could be anything. I don't know. So I'm still trying to prove all of this, so... I, w I wish I could bring one to you guys and show you, but does um. it seem that like the um, the greys and the and the reptilians? Does it seem that they kind of compete with each other? Is that kind of the the way that it seems? I have not vying for control. Yeah, so? you know what? I've not seen them ever next to each other. Uh -huh. It's always been me going to their their world or planet or wherever or their spaceship it's never been them one-on-one -on -one being fighting or next to each other so i've never asked that question like are you guys fighting with the reptilians so i might ask that next time i'm out there you know yeah we hate those it. guys yeah the, no don't don't hate it no uh, i'm saying that the gray alien says that oh so yeah we, we hate those guys yeah maybe yeah <laughs> Have you ever seen the like praying mantis thing? Um, no, I don't think so. But what I do want to say is we shouldn't fear the aliens. We should fear the people who are abducting the aliens. Because that is something we haven't seen yet. But it seems like they're on the lookout for stuff all the time. So it's a strange way to think about it. But... I don't think we're the top of the food chain, and I don't know if they are, but it, what, I, what I've seen, it may be a time thing also. So maybe they're scared of time. I'm, I'm not sure how to put it. If, so we're going. Yeah. If they have uh, these abilities above us mentally, you know, maybe more adept in the mental plane, then they have to have their physical limitations. Yeah. You would, you, you would think, I think we, our spirits could have been aliens once. I think they're just spirits inside of their spirit bodies from what I've seen. So I don't know how to put it. I think they've just been around longer. 
and they're smarter and they want to look that way because in the sense we all look the same we're just energy molecules so why are they choosing the to choose that shape so i think maybe they evolved that way you know originally so they maintain it and supposedly what i was shown and told aliens have like a 240 iq something like that and our smartest people down here have like 160 maybe something like that so when i talk to them they talk like they're on cocaine they talk very quickly and very like like they're super smart like they can go through anything and like i'm just boring them when i talk to them so i don't know i'm rambling no that's uh, that's interesting stuff huh? you you described them too um with me in our conversations um you described them also as kind of very robotic yeah something there's something going on with I might be getting some of this stuff from a book or I may have read, but what I uh, have seen outer body is that the robots could be the aliens. They seem to be that way, but it could just be the efficiency of it all. They move like robots because it's more efficient to travel that way or to do that that way or something. So. It may just, I don't know, it might just be my imagination. Maybe I'm the only one doing this. So I'm still trying to prove that we can exist beyond our body. So that's what the ghost pad idea is about, being able to try to touch it and manipulate this world from, you know, the other, from the other side, sort of. Well, let me bring in um, another topic of, you did mention that you felt that you met um, uh, Jesus at one time. What did you um, experience? Did you experience Jesus, or what do you, or what do you think Jesus is or was? I think Jesus is something maybe that was made up by humans. I don't know if it, it, we if we just read one book. So I asked. I, I've I've asked to see Jesus just to do it and it it's like a higher intelligence alien maybe but he never changed either. We supposedly have guardian angels, she never changed and yes she had wings and she looked like an angel. Sorta of, that's how Jesus was. So Jesus is not God though. Jesus could be if he wanted to be, I guess, but he's just um maybe he was born here and he wanted to do it and he was doing miracles to us it's a miracle but to these aliens it's just technology it's oh you can manipulate an atom this way it, it's just it's oh you can replicate fish by doing this you know it's to them it's just technology to us it looks like a miracle hmm. interesting anything that you want to ask Luke it's um, on your mind I, you know, I feel like I, I like to think of Jesus as kind of like a. He, he was the teacher trying to teach them how to get to the path to, you know, do what what Joe, I mean, what Prime is talking about here. <laughs> what Prime, what Prime is talking about, how how to how to do things like that, you know. 
and uh, master it, to master it. Yeah, he to, could to become he, ascended because essentially, you know, uh, astral projection combined with several other um, things that that we can we we have the potential to do, but we have to be taught. Yeah, he could have been like a seed, like they oh let's send Jesus in, maybe they'll they'll shape up their act and stop screwing around and start building stuff. You know, we've been more constructive since Jesus. We've been more productive, and. I don't think they want people to kill people, but if it's to serve their greater good, it's going to happen. But I do not condone it, and it makes me mad seeing, you know, senseless people dying. So, but the Jesus thing, I definitely think he was probably a plant. Like he was put on earth in different forms, like maybe he was Allah or, you know, Maybe he was Gandhi too, like certain big time things, but he just kept it under wraps. Like he says, oh, I'm going to do all these special things this time. You know, maybe he's been here multiple times. We don't know. There's no ID card or system that we could keep track of. But we're, we're getting there though. We're start. That's why I'm all for cameras in certain places because we're starting to see more stuff. We're starting to be more as a big community. Everybody knows what everybody's doing. So it's kind of, I think it's for the best, you know, that, that we, we all are all on the same page, you know, to advance our, our culture and our spirits into another time. You don't necessarily, I mean, we, we talk about Alex Jones and we kid around about him. Um, you know, I do listen to him, and Luke has listened to him too. Huh. But uh, you don't necessarily see that, like, and like as Alex Jones you know, talks about the New World Order, you know, and the Black Pyramids. But um, he talks about the New World Order, and you don't necessarily see that as like a bad thing. To no, you, that's not necessarily a horrible thing. Yeah, I think the bad thing is how everybody's getting to that. So that's what he sees. He sees people's hand down people's pants down the pants of other people that's bad right stop touching my junk so he's mad about that but if if they were if if the new world order was nicer about stuff stop poisoning people they'd probably do their get their agenda done like what is their prime objective i think their prime objective is to get everybody on the same page is to get every everybody on one currency all together all the same laws everything I don't think it's a bad thing. You know, if we all spoke English, I think it would be great. Well, it's probably going to be Chinese, but... Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but you did mention something to me about, you know, all these things uh, about the world and worrying about the world. And you did mention that, that some angel or such told you that there's going to be 3,000 years of peace or something like that. I remember you t telling me something like that one time. Yeah, the... One of the questions I asked, and it was when Quinn, my daughter, was born, I actually felt inside of um, her mom's belly when she was in there. And um, my angel was there. We, I was trying to figure out um, something like, like talk to my baby, outer body. It was kind of a neat experiment I tried. But at the time, I was told not to worry about anything that we w were experiencing a thousand years of peace so then to me that tells me that maybe 
what the Bible is saying, maybe revelations already happened. You know, bad things have happened. World War One, World War Two, famines and everything. They've already happened. So maybe nobody told anybody, but I think, I really think that we are in a peaceful time, right? We can go out in the street and cause trouble or we can be peaceful. It's up to us. But definitely, don't you want peace? And think about it. If... Revelations already happened. We would actually be in peace right now. But if we were in peace, wouldn't we still have free will to make it unpeaceful if we wanted? And that's what you're seeing. You're seeing people making it unpeaceful. Like people dropping bombs on people. That is not peaceful. So you need to say, stop dropping bombs. If they stop, everything's peaceful again. So that that's just the logic behind it. I think that... And I was told that we are are experiencing a thousand years of peace. So to me, that told maybe no one asked, you know, that did anybody ever stop and ask, is this revelations and is it done yet? I don't think anybody ever asked anybody that question. So, so who's ever in charge of the Bible thing? Maybe they should send out emails or text messages to people and let everybody know to start being peaceful because... I think I really think we're already in it. To me, my life is good. I, I think everybody could have a good life. Everybody's partying right now. They're all drinking and having fun, half of everybody. So to me, that's peaceful. You know? Just just because you don't have a job or no money, that doesn't mean it's not peaceful. I, I think I really think that we should enjoy our time here on the planet and stop worrying about the end of the planet you know just if everybody stood up at once and said okay we're going to be peaceful today everybody would have a good day you know do what you want to do without hurting someone else you if know? i could recommend or if uh if everyone out there could be homeless for a month or two i would definitely recommend it <laughs> because it you can prioritize you got all of the time in the world to prioritize everything in your life you got nothing but time to think and you've and it makes you appreciate everything yeah Complete, chris is, chris is looking at you really funny completely really. completely just changes your your outlook you know it's a uh, you know, it, it, people, you know, you think it's funny, but I'm serious. No, no, I, I can, yeah, no, no, I, I understand what you're saying. I, I can imagine something like that would change your outlook. I mean, you know, you you are kind of on your own, and you're living by your own wits, and you know, I can't imagine um, the, the people that people that give away possessions and such, you know, they, they Joe mentioned Gandhi, you know, you know, the guy ran around and pretty much, you know, lived off charity and, and owned like a, well, well like a, you know, a piece of cloth to wrap around himself. Yeah. And he was, you know, revered by the, by the people and he's the father of his country. Just like I was saying earlier about how it was my idea that hell, um, reinvigorates the soul. So it will be pure enough to go to a higher plane. You know, that's more like the physical form. Maybe it, you know, it it uh, gives you kind of a boost to to learn to appreciate things yeah. more and stuff. And I think you guys know that I, um, you know me, and I think you guys know that that you know I'm in the minority here. But I have different viewpoints on some of this yeah. stuff. 
vastly different. Prime and I share a lot of. Yeah, you guys exact, do share a lot. <laughs> and exact that, same beliefs. And, and that's why I wanted to get him on here because you know he could go through um, his experiences and just lay them out. You know, and say this is what I experienced, and that's that's it. You know, that's why you know I just want people to just just to hear it, and because I, I want to make you know this show is not just about you know um, one religion or anything. It's just about you know different people's viewpoints on things, and we will have people that are going to have a very opposite viewpoint of prime. So you know mm-hmm. you, you'll 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 see it, but I, this is what I want to make this show is kind of a, a potpourri of things. But I, I wanted to ask Prime here, you know, kind of in closing, that we uh, we're talking about, um, you know, you've also talked to me about reincarnation, and that you've gotten to see some of your past lives. And I don't know where I stand on reincarnation. I have an interesting experience myself, which I won't share. But you know, if you can kind of share some of that. Yeah, the reincarnation definitely is happening all the time. We're here for 70 years. It's just our bodies. Our spirit, our energy does not die. We can stand around and get born again. I'm not sure. I have not experienced it um, going out of body and watching this. But just logically, I think we just stand next to a lady who's making love. Then when those seeds are happening or something, we jump in some chemical thing or maybe we get pulled in if we're standing too close maybe we get sucked into that life but i i think we're sitting there and we can see who we want our parents to be so we know that that's why we have supposedly people standing next to our beds watching us all the time and you've had that experience you were relating to me about somebody standing next to your bed yeah so i this is what I see. I think that the reincarnation is a natural thing. We say, oh, I want to be Bill Gates's son. There's probably a line outside of the house of spirits um, yeah, standing sure. there, you know, wanting to do that. So <laughs> I, I don't think it's any mysterious thing. There's, there's reports on television about past lives and things. And the past lives I had are really boring. I wish they weren't, but... <laughs> what um, were they? What some of the past lives you had? Uh, one of them... You were Cleopatra? No. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm pretty much male in all this, so that's my standing right now. I'm, I'm 100% male. But um, one of them was... I, I was a black guy in a high-rise building, and I saw how I died. Somebody shot me over a book. Like, I took somebody's book and I got in trouble, I guess. So, another one, I was a coal miner in Virginia. I had long hair. I really looked like a woman, I thought. I'm like, this can't be me. But after looking at it further, it was me. I was like a miner covered in um, coal with a bunch of other miners. That could have been just an experience I, I saw and not how I died because... I'm always afraid of tight spaces, but maybe that's why, because I got buried under dirt, you know, or or my whole job was hoping I won it, but I needed to make money. So um, it's a hard job to what I saw. Everybody was unhappy, it seemed like, but I guess we were all happy because we were making money. Sure. But, But I had other lives of 
One was a farmer. I was, uh, I think, a farmer in Tennessee somewhere. Um, another one, I was middle ages, just some, like, kid running around, um, possibly just somebody, and I died young. I died young in a lot of these, and I think it's because of my attitude with things. I would, would not be afraid of something. So I think I got into a lot of trouble and I died young on a lot of stuff. So, so I probably, it, it interests me that like, you know, I was saying like, Oh, you weren't Cleopatra. Yeah. You know, like you always hear that stuff, especially like in new age circles, Luke can probably attest to this, <laughs> but a, a future guest on your show can yeah. tell you about uh, how she is a high Atlantean priestess. Uh, or Napoleon, or Cleopatra, <laughs> or Alexander the Great, or some other figure from history, pick your figure, but that you're, what you're seeing is just like, you know, normal people doing normal things. Yeah, most you know, of us are just normal. Shoveling holes or something, you know. Yeah. Which is, you know, most of the, you know, what, 98% of the human population of all history was. Yeah. Or still is. We can't all be in line to be a princess, you know. It's just, we got to take what we can get and just hope for the best. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, um, Prime, I want to thank you for coming. Um, you've been a great guest. Uh, how do you feel about As Prime de- said? I think it's some, definitely some interesting content there. Yeah. So um, next week, or the in two weeks um, from when we're recording this, on April 16th, we... Um, we're going to have a, a different show. We're not going to have a guest. Um, I'm going to go over some false flag terror that may or may not have been caused by aliens. But uh, And then uh, we're going to do a little bit something different. I'm going to interview Luke. And uh, he's kind of, you know, let his belief system come out a little bit tonight. But I want to specifically interview him. I won't be upset if most of our viewers decide to leave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's totally okay. But uh, I want to thank everyone for listening. And uh, there are a few things. Uh, there is a Conspiranormal blog up that I've had up since before we started recording. It is uh, conspiranormal.blogspot.com. And uh, we will have a Facebook page up uh, soon. And uh, Luke will have and Chris will have access to that. So you guys will have any kind of like news or anything that's coming up. And you can reach us also at go to Podomatic, search Conspiranormal, um, and you can find us on Podomatic and listen to us there. You can also subscribe to iTunes, which is the easiest thing for most people. So I want to thank everyone for coming and uh, Prime for coming. And uh, it's been great. Anything else you want to add, Prime? No, just nice been, um, being interviewed. If you guys want me back just let me know I'll talk about other stuff and if people who listen to this can send questions in and ideas uh, I'll try to investigate for them and hopefully um, answer some questions right now you can reach me at adamsayne at yahoo.com that's adamsayne at yahoo.com and um, if there are any questions or anything and we want to thank everybody for tuning in to Conspiranormal Conspiranormal with, with Black Pyramids. Feel free to donate. <laughs> we need the money.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.